episode 33 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page with the same name, State of MI Sports. We want to know what you like, what you dislike, what you want to hear, and let us know your opinion on all our topics. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You're alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel that we're experimenting with. Uh, we're definitely playing around with it, but people were asking for it, so we're going to keep it rolling. Um, episode 33, we are going to talk about the Lions' loss to the Vikings. And, you know, highlight the players that we just that are worth talking about, watching, paying attention to the rest of the season. Um, since we don't have our college football teams to really talk about, we'll, we'll talk about the college football playoff matchups what the committee got wrong, what they got right, and kind of what we think is going to happen. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about the, the teams in the great state of Michigan that all are going bowling. Um, and we'll also talk about how we would like the college football to move forward, um, any changes we'd like to see. We'll make some picks against the spread in our DeHops Brewing Company and Cafe picks of the week, and we're going to give some Michigan beer grades. I am Sam Walthart, and with me today we have Ryan Walthart, Micah Smith, and back with us, we got Kyle Fossey. We're ready to talk some sports. We're ready to drink some beer. Kyle, first of all, thank you for coming back. We're pumped that you're back. Were you wondering? I was wondering like, where, like, if, you, if it was a new thing right. or, or what was going to happen. Are you that. living in Florida? What's right. going on? Just never show We're just up. Yeah. very happy you're back. Um, great fill-ins, Travis, Jarrett. Thank you guys for filling in. Sounded but, real good. Yeah. yeah. Just happy to have you back. So we are actually here at the House Brewing Company for a pretty special yeah. event. Not really an event, but something that they're doing for us. Kind of tomorrow's kind of an event for them. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow they're coming out with their first hard seltzer. They call it the Black Talon that comes in five different flavors. Kyle, can you share those those five flavors with our I audience? Can. I can. Okay. First one, we got Key Lime, Wild Berry, Pog, P-O-G, which is Passion, passion Fruit orange guava, nice. grapefruit, and something they call southern charm, which looks like it has, boy, watermelon, cantaloupe, strawberry, and a fruit that I cannot identify. Nice. On the label. Very nice. That's yeah. good. So what we're going to do, instead of our typical beer grades, we are going to all grade, you know, one of the five. We only have four of us. So each of us have a seltzer that we're going to grade today, um, and we'll just keep it on our seltzer scale. So, Ryan, do you want to tell everybody what you're drinking tonight? Yeah, yeah, sure. The one uh, I'm drinking tonight is the Pog, right? P-O-G. Yeah, P-O-G. Pom- pomegranate or is it passion fruit? Passion fruit. Passion fruit, orange, and guava. Oh, yeah. um, Apparently, that's a common thing, Pog. It's a common flavor, she made it seem like. I, yeah. As she was like, I'm not familiar. This, I, is, this is the, the first time. The last time I heard of Pog was when I was like, how old were we when we had that pog maker? Yeah, pogs, we were playing and pogs. pogs. Yeah, slammers. Yeah. We we would just make our own. We had one of those like create your own pogs. <laughs> so we just, just like a Sports <laughs> Illustrated magazines. Yeah, I have like a Trace McGrady pog and a Vince Carter pog. Yeah. Yeah, we had like awesome. a thousand Sonic the Hedgehog pogs. Oh yeah, well. so many Sonic. They were always really fast <laughs> pogs. I guess right. <laughs> they are. He's we fast. Thought yeah, it would, we sure. thought it would be a good thing. <laughs> just, who knows, oh, Micah? Which which flavor do you got over there? I've got key lime. It is. Absolutely delicious. It's light. Um, the the key lime's not overbearing. You know, you're not getting yeah. punched in the face with a pie. Not yet, anyways. Not yet, but man, that's good. 
Kyle, what, what flavor are you going with? I went with, I requested and got grapefruit. Grapefruit. Which, same thing. I find this very refreshing. Yes. It's a lot like, like Fresca. Yes, you yeah. That, I feel like you just stole Micah's analogy, but that's fine. Oh. Uh, from earlier. Yes, it is very like Fresca. <laughs> Fresca. 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 It's like Fresca. I am drinking the wild berry. Um, that's not my original choice, but as soon as I tasted it uh, down at the bar, I was like, yep, that is the one that I'm going to be drinking tonight. <laughs> very good flavor. Very just so excited to drink it. I'm, and then we have a fifth flavor over here that we are going to grade at the end of the night. We'll all just kind of yeah, the southern charm. That's we'll the southern yeah. charm. We're all yeah. gonna do do it at the very end. Just just quick taste, quick grade. Yeah, no like questions it. asked. I like so. it. Micah, you got something to say? <laughs> Ashley's walking in right now with tacos. Taco oh. Tuesday. Tacos we are, here are for Taco unreal. Tuesday. We will get into that when we start talking about our picks. Um, I, I, that's, got some specials going on. We got yeah. some specials. I don't remember them because they're not on the sheet that's in front of me. But I'm excited to tell you guys. You about don't need it. any other specials. It's Taco go. Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> right. Come on now. Better. Thank you, Ashley. And we will move on to the Lions. So the Lions, the David Blau led Lions, lost to the Minnesota Vikings, twenty to seven, in probably a really closer game than a lot of us expected. Um, but it really wasn't even close, so it's, I mean, take it for what it is. Uh, Blau went 24-40 for 205 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and five sacks. Galladay led with six receptions for 58 yards and another touchdown. And Scarborough, Scarborough had 65 yards and 19 carries for a 3.4 average, so nothing really stood out, you know, offensively. Um, you know, I, the defense, they didn't really do anything great, but they didn't do anything too terrible either. I mean, holding them to 20 points um, is pretty solid, but you just kind of look at this game as, you know, successful mainly because they lost. I mean, that's kind of where we're all at now. Um, not necessarily cheering for our team to lose, but hoping and being okay with it. Yeah, I'm cheering for them <laughs> to lose. Absolutely. Um, I think – so – I think David Blau kind of really showed who he truly is. I think people got a little excited <laughs> about him. Um, he's really not very good. No. 24 of 40, I mean, for only two, 205 yards and two interceptions, it, it's, I mean, it, we're learning about him. He's, he's nothing special. Not that anybody really was saying he was, but at the same time, it's, he took a step back. There's film on him now. We'll see kind of what happens. Um, one thing that I thought was important was, was there were two different times that he got sacked out of field goal range. One of them it wasn't necessarily out of field goal range, but it caused a missed field goal. The other one that nobody even talked about, not even the announcers when you're watching the game, they were right around, I want to say, the 40-yard line at some point in the game, and they sacked him outside the 50. It was like a 15, 15-yard loss. And it's like, yeah, it would have been a long field goal, but at the same time, dude, you, you got to get rid of that football. Is, that, I feel what, like is that, that when he was rolling to his right and he just started running backwards? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like when you're looking at the screen, it's running left to right, like he was running backwards to the right. right. Yeah, it was yep. absolutely terrible. I think he was but screaming. They didn't even bring it was... up. He was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I'd be terrified. I'd... I was screaming too. I would too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Um, it was weird. It was one of those weird games that the Lions never looked good, but they were in the game the whole time. You knew you knew they were going to lose, and yet the final score, I don't know, kind of looked a little close. Uh, yeah. Thirteen. W- right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, you know, but, I but it was a blowout. It was. It never felt like they were in it. But then you start going back and it's like, all right, so say they got a field goal there, and then the other time that uh, Prater missed a field goal with that really long one. Yeah. I mean, what if you made that one? It's like, 
it's going to be a completely different game. Yeah. And it could have been a little pressure, you know, a little, uh, yeah. yeah, it would have been interesting to see. Not that it means a whole lot, but no, I think the most important thing with this game is that the Lions lost their streak of leading, of leading in every game this season. Yeah. That's a good point. And it kind of sucks. It, I mean, it, 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 was, it, it is so who we, fun yeah, have, we are who we are. Right. Yeah. So it's about time. We just kind of, yeah, we're Let really, really go. bad. We have, we're we a three win team at this point. Yeah, yeah. Now we can move yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think we're, the defense is kind of, you know, getting back to the bend and not break. I don't want to spend a whole lot on this game. But I just kind of want to go touch on a few points, but I thought they're kind of getting back to that bend and not break type of defense, but they're also not getting those turnovers, which mm. is exactly what this defense needs to be truly successful. Um, I don't know if it's game, like just guys that aren't making plays or, I mean, going back to pressure on the quarterback, that, that creates a ton of turnovers that the Lions aren't doing. But this defense, I mean, they would actually look pretty dang good if they were getting one or two turnovers a game, which I know is a lot to ask in, in, in the game of football. But it's like, man, it's a big step. I feel yeah. like that's so important for this type of defense. I, I think it's worth pointing out the healthy defensive linemen, the healthy safeties, the healthy – I mean, we just have more people playing in this game than we've had in a while. Yeah. I mean, you get the snacks, Harrison uh, – I just had the list in front of me. Um, you know, sorry, Cole, Coleman was in. Uh, Mike Daniels was playing. Yep. Um, Jared Davis actually went out, so Tavai played a significant part of the game too. Tracy Walker's playing. So a lot of these guys have, that have been in and out of the lineup are contributed in this game, and it kind of turned back into that defense that we saw early on in the year. Yeah. No, I, I it's, it's worth bringing up. It you is know? worth bringing up. I mean, I, I – don't think they're that great yet. You're, yeah. But when they're healthy, they're a different type of defense. You're grasping at straws. Well, well, really? <laughs> yeah. But. Well, but no, you look at you look at some of those key drives in the second quarter too, and Darius Slay got picked apart. They were they were attacking Slay because it was obvious that he was not going to tackle anybody. Yeah. He's not playing football to tackle oh, and to no. get hurt and to mess up his shoulder or his arm or whatever. Yeah. You know, he's got other things on his mind and it's very very obvious at this point. He like if you go back and watch the game, he was tiptoeing around the field the whole game. Even mm. when he was on the wide receiver, there's no way he was going to try to lay him out. There's yeah. no way he was going to sacrifice his body. They noticed that in the second quarter that drive when Stefan Diggs had three catches in a row, they attacked him purposefully. Yeah. Diggs was not open. They just knew Slay was not in it. So how do you yeah. feel about Slay? Like, well, I, you I get it. You get it, but, it, I mean, does it bother you? Like, are you saying, w- would you trade him because of this? No, not at all. Or do you say, Not him? at all. I wouldn't trade him, but no. I, I don't like it either. It, it's, I, it's, his heart ain't in it people anymore. That I just, I, and I, I, I don't insane. blame him, but. It's driving me insane because yeah. I like the guy a lot. I really, truly do. But I hate how this is going. And I feel like he is the reason it's going this way in a lot of ways. I feel like he might be, you know, the. I mean, there's that Quandre Diggs whole thing, like, against, if you're not a, if you're not for us, you're against us, which is why he got traded. Why isn't, like, I feel like Slay is that guy now. He's kind of filled in that quote-unquote leadership role of against the man, if you will, and on this defense and on this team, and that bothers me. But but those people are also for the team, usually when things are going really well. So those people then get praised for their leadership and their outspokenness for the team and their uh, ability to rally the troops and all those characteristics that people praise. 
when things are going well. It's just one of those seasons. Yeah, there's truth to that. I would yeah. not get rid of this guy just for this petty. I mean, I again, I get it. I would rather have him be healthy. It's the same reason we don't want Stafford to come back. Yeah. I mean, can, can you blame the guy, though? No. no. I mean, it, the way the team's performing and looking right now, I mean, when he knows and understands he's the star on the defense, you know, probably the second star on the team behind Stafford. I mean, maybe Galladay up there, but nonetheless, I mean, how much can you really blame him where they're at yeah. and for his personal health and the, the team moving forward? Like, they are going to want him 100% come preseason, come the start of next season, and you don't want something silly like an ACL tear or an MCL tear or something crazy like that to hinder him and his performance for next year and helping the team. Yeah. And there's always an opportunity with these situations. It's best to look at it where if, if you are overpaying somebody at a position, not to just get rid of them, you use those years when you're overpaying them and then hope those younger guys that come in that they're being underpaid come together at the same time and you have a two or three year run. Yeah. yeah, where you try to make something happen. So I do kind of want to talk about that next, like when we start looking into the game against the Buccaneers. But I do want to bring up Trey Flowers as well. Um, you know, he got a seventh sack, and I, I feel like, look, he's not worth the ninety million dollars with seven sacks. I'm not saying that. I think he's worth that when you find that compliment. He is what we're paying him to do now. That he's healthy now. That things are moving now. That he has the guys next to him. Who's that missing piece that that can really make this, you know, that defensive line the threat that we thought they were going to be coming into this year? Um, so, so what I do want to do, I, I want to touch on 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 the Buccaneers at the Lions matchup here. Um, you know, I think we we all want them to lose at this point, but but what do we want to see? Like, who are some players that that we'll be watching? You know, evaluating. You know, for the future. Um, I, I'll start with 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 David Blau. Look, he's not going to take Matthew Stafford's place, but can he solidify that number two string quarterback position going into next year? I, th I think these this is his chance to do that. Um, Ryan, is there is there a certain player or two that, that you really find interesting, that you just kind of keep an eye on, not, not so much for this year, padding stats, anything along those lines, but yeah. just someone that can be a piece for next year's team? I think offensive line is so important to uh, a, a team and that depth that you need. So a guy like Tyrell Crosby, who came in earlier in the year when Ty, uh, Taylor Decker was hurt, and he actually played really well when Decker was out. Uh, Rick Wagner got hurt. And did he get placed on the IR or is he day-to-day? So. All right, well, Rick, Rick yet, Wagner was out of the game quite a bit in this last game, and Tyrell Crosby filled in. So I, I'd like to see him when he gets regular playing time, when he gets that work to see if he is a viable backup or even a viable starter. And and th these are the kind of games that you get to um, evaluate those players. Yeah, so while we're on the, the offense line, another name that, that kind of came up on my radar that I wanted to bring up, I, I love that one. I, I think the offensive line is, is a – it's a decent they're, – they're decent. They've they're done pretty great, well. They're, but they're decent. But we got to find the depth. we got to find the, maybe the next guy for, for here. And I, I, I want to look at – so I'm going to butcher this name, Bo Benshaw, Ben Shul. Um, he was the undrafted offensive guard out of Wisconsin. Um, you know, he was projected to be kind of a fifth-round pick. Very good in college, just didn't have the right tangibles to kind of transition. I think he was coming off an of injury as well. Um, but the Lions got him 
undrafted free agent. And and was one of the first was, people, right? Yes, signed. It was, it was like, like they the, went to get him. It was the biggest name that was not drafted, and he's just sitting there. I don't think he's even played a single snap yet. It, like like That's I said, fine. the offensive line isn't great. They're not that big of an issue, but I'd love to see if he can get something out of this guy. I want to see if he can come in and play out of these next few games and, and play in this league. I need to know that now because if he can't, then you have to be looking at – Depth yeah, why would you not give it draft. a shot here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he was he was a golden, I mean, undrafted free agent. I know as silly as that sounds, it's just it's something that other teams do. They find these type of guys. Is this going to be a guy that we can find? He, he we're not going to know that with him just sitting on the bench. So, I, I think that can take place in next year's preseason because I, I don't think you necessarily need to start kind of butchering up and playing mad scientists with your offensive line towards the end of the season and getting your backfield and your other quarterbacks basically killed. Yeah, I, I, I don't – I agree. I'd rather with, do that than uh, wait to see if he gets Stafford killed next year. But. <laughs> right. But, I mean, at, at that point you hope you're just replacing one guy if need be, not not two or three different yeah, guys sure. on the line. Yep. But No, I, I, I agree with what you're I, saying. I think Jelani Tavai is a big one too because okay. – it's it's good to see him getting a lot of reps out there instead of just playing 20% of the game. Let's see what he can do when he has the job in the middle of the field over and over and over, play after play, and it's predictable. And I, I really liked what he did the first four games of the season or the first three games when Jared Davis was out. Jared Davis came back. Things kind of went the wrong direction. And now Tavai came back last game, and things looked pretty, pretty good. So. Yeah. I mean, it's worth bringing up. I, yeah. I really think Tracy Walker played, has been playing. When he's healthy, he's playing really good football. Mm-hmm. He's all over the field. I and, noticed him a lot more this game. Yeah, and he, well, and, and what's too bad is he's making these tackles down the field, like 9, 10, 11 yards down the field sometimes, but he's coming all the way across the field to do it. For sure. And those kind of plays make the bend and not break happen because mm-hmm. you don't get that if, if that guy – if he's not there to make a really good athletic play and stop somebody after 11 yards, that turns into a 25-30 touchdown type of play. Yeah. And then and then that's when the, the points just start stacking up. Yeah, a bend and not break defense allows the five-yard gains here and there, but is making the tackle first time, like right when they catch that ball. You make, you make the offense earn it every time. Yeah, and that's what I think the defense really did well early on. And it is kind of getting back to that. I mean, the Vikings are no slouch of an offense. And look, I'm, I'm not saying the Vikings were totally focused. This is their polished game and thinking about Lions as a tough matchup. I'm not saying that at all. But when you can hold them to 20 points and kind of contain them the way that they did, it, it is eye-opening. I mean, Kyle, did you have any any players that kind of you're keeping an eye on over these I, how many weeks, four weeks left or three weeks? I, I don't even know because I'm just Can done. I just say like but, as a whole? Yeah, okay. That's where I was going. I'm kind of very much so done. Um which is sad, but the the tight end they got, um, Isaac Nanta. I yeah, Nanta. Is. Yeah, Nanta. Out yeah. of Georgia. Um, yeah, big guy, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sure not the fastest guy with all that size and everything, but I think they were thinking he might be a good complement to Hawkinson. Yeah. Replacement for uh, to Jesse James, and and I think it'd be nice to see once what he can do. He's not going to be some explosive tight end, you know. Um, but what was was he sixth or seventh round? I think it was sixth, seventh round. Yeah, he was seventh round. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, yeah. Why not? Let's see what he can do. 
Like yeah. you just said, teams find ways to make undrafted yeah. and these late round guys and, and tight into, ends into are, big names. Yeah, and tight ends yeah. are one of these positions. Like you can you can draft these guys, you know, top twelve. I know all jokes aside with Hawkinson, people are still pissed about that. You can you can turn fourth, fifth round guys into solid mismatches if yeah. you can use them right, if you can teach them right. You figure out what they can do. I feel like he could be one of these guys. He was one of the best tight ends out of high school. He was yeah. being heavily recruited by Michigan. Oh, yeah. Oh, by really? Michigan. No. By, yes, no by basically everybody. Yeah. And he chose Georgia. He yep. didn't put up great numbers there. But, I mean, well, let's see what he can do. all the measurables are there. And if you can find a way to make him work, you make him that, you know, more of a blocking tight end, that guy that you bring in, mm. you know, when you're going to run a two tight end set, all of those type of things that can yeah. also catch the ball. Make a five yard bit, get that big third down. Put him you know, in the slot. All of those things. You yeah, know? anything it, like that. Yeah, that, why not? I feel like he's he's the replacement for Jesse James when they are ready to do that. Which I know everybody's like Jesse James. What is he? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I'm there. I'm ready. I'll raise my hand. <laughs> raise your hands. Weird up, signing there hasn't done much, but um, another another name that that keeps coming up to me is Amani Warrior. So he was the uh, he's a rookie cornerback out of Penn State. He had a good college career. And the Lions drafted him in the fifth round. Look, I don't, I don't think he's going to be the replacement for Slay. I know like a lot of people are wondering that. He's not going to be that. But can he be a good secondary corner? I don't think Coleman's going to be the, your secondary corner. He's the slot corner. And if a Warrior can step up and be a true, you know, a decent enough corner, that would be massive to this defense because then you have Slay. And if Warrior can... Do whatever it is that he can do and, and be decent, viable, whatever the, the issue is. You start getting pressure on the quarterback, which makes the cornerbacks look better. And then you have that shutdown, Justin Coleman in the slot. I mean, that helps the secondary an absolute ton. I want to know what he can do. They need him to. Otherwise, they're going to have to address it in the draft. So I want to know if he can be something that you don't have to worry about in the draft. I'm jealous of that pick. I like Ori. I, I liked what he did in college. And... If he can come into his own next year, I mean, that's what you expect fourth round, fifth round, sixth, seventh round guys to do is come into their own in two, three years. You don't yeah. expect them to do it in the first year. I mean, if you happen to get that guy, good for you guys. Yeah, and I like that he's getting playing time now. Yeah. Like, great. Throw him to the wolves. Yeah. Make it tough on him. Let yeah, it's him the learn. Best, it's the best kind of practice you can get. For sure. Do you have any other players that, that, that are interesting? Micah, you, you say you got I, one? I do, and, and I think it's the one that stands out the most on offense, honestly, is Bo Scarborough. Yeah. Um, you guys got him through waivers, right? <laughs> yeah. Something like, I mean, he might have been on the couch. I don't even know. But. <laughs> right? I think he was. Cowboys, Cowboys cut him pretty early in yeah. the year. He I was think. on like three different teams, I think. Yeah. Seattle, Seattle from right? Seattle to, I want to say it was another team. Was it Miami, maybe? Mm. I, it doesn't matter. But then he went remember. to the Cowboys. They cut him loose. Yeah. But, I mean, look at your guys' running back room at, at a healthy state. I mean, look, say, look at it next year at the start of the season. <laughs> You've got carry on. Yep. Then you've got Bo Scarborough and McKissick, and I, I don't know who you're. Ty Johnson. Ty, okay. I mean, at that point, if you if Bo Bo Scarborough can improve his stock as a player, and then say say a team making a serious run down the stretch, their star running back or one of their go to guys goes down. I mean, you you have 
someone you can give up for a high draft pick if they are extremely desperate. I mean, because McKissick, Scarborough, and Johnson, I mean, you're not going to give up carry-on, obviously. But with Scarborough and McKissick behind him, who have shown to be proven running backs so far in the Detroit system, how how can they not be an asset for another team? I I think McKissick, McIsaac, however you want to pronounce it, is much better than Theo like he's what Theo Riddick should have been. He, he he can catch the ball really well. He's very good out of the backfield, but he's not only a threat catching the ball out of the backfield. He can also run, which I think is massive. When you're bringing him in, you you're not telling the defense what you're doing right then and there. I I I love the Scarborough as a choice there because very important because I want to know. Look, I mean, if you can get a a game changer like let's say. Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, or the kid out of Clemson. Sorry, his name escapes me right now. If you can get them in the second round or whatever, like, yeah, go for it. But I'd love to just cross running back off the list this year. Right? I'd love, I'd love to get Dobbins in the second round. That would be great. It'd be very <laughs> right. Good. That'd be Dobbins awesome. over Zeke all day. I'd yeah. trade carry on and go with Dobbins. Oh, Seriously? Yeah, I would. I would. I would give up carry on yet. That no, let's I'm get rid of him while his stock on. is high. The health, the health thing scares me a little bit. But I mean, Ryan, did you have any other ones? Because I do have one more that I wanted to bring up. No, no. I mean, uh, Logan Thomas. I I kind of like the no, way he tight moves. Yeah, yeah, I like the way he moves around. I, let's see him a quarterback. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. One more player that I wanted to bring up. I don't have a ton on him. Uh, Austin Bryant. He was the fourth round pick out of Clemson. Defensive end. Um, he's only played in one game so far. I think most of it due to injury. I think he missed a lot of last year with Clemson due to injury, possibly even the the the, the championship run or whatever. Um, can he show us anything? Because if he can show us something, that would be absolutely massive. I, I'm not saying he's going to be a game changer or anything along those lines, but just another depth guy, somebody that you can bring in that you can cycle through. Look, I'm not I'm I'm not going to compare it to be like. Cross D off the list because that's that's the first thing I want to see is a defensive end or some kind of pass rush. But can he be a piece that you can cross off the list in the fourth, fifth, sixth round and go elsewhere? I think is is important because you got to go high on the on the defensive line next year going into the draft. Yeah, you'd think so. So I, I, I don't know if it's <laughs> very good. high priority. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> very well said by Ryan. I just you, don't. I don't believe you'd think so. Yeah, you'd yeah. think so. So I, I mean, it's just another name that I think is is interesting. Um, I, I'm a little nervous. So, so kind of going to the Buccaneers game, we'll see what happens. Basically, just find a way to lose, make just it competitive. Lose. Yeah, maybe get back on that leading streak or something. But. I really think that I my gut tells me that the Buccaneers will just. Throw, they'll just pass all over yeah, the their lines. offense is absolutely 450 yards. Really 450 yards, and they're, they're just gonna they're gonna total yeah. them, they're gonna eat yeah. it. Yeah, but if, if we have that bend and out break in a couple turnovers, you never know. Uh, and that's what's gonna be. should be getting find turnovers, right? Just find a way to lose. Shouldn't you be oh, getting okay. some Thank turnovers, you. some yeah, interceptions? I mean, you, you better hope so. Yeah, Sam's I mean, like. We we got a chance. Everybody's like, lose the game. Just lose. <laughs> Winston, this is the stat Micah was looking at earlier. Winston's thrown 23 interceptions this year. <laughs> oh, gosh. You did not hear us wrong. 23. He'll have zero against the Lions. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare is that the Lions turn him over and they would find a way to win this. That'd they're, be my nightmare. Gonna, Don't go to bed gonna, that night, man. They're <laughs> going to let him do really good so the Buccaneers like, eh, maybe we'll sign him. <laughs> <laughs> for the next well, time. I mean, for the future. You know what Matt Patricia should do? 
Just What's put that? Mike Daniels in the secondary. Just one play. <laughs> so, so Jameis is like Mike Evans. What one is on one going? Like, Mike on. Evans is out. Oh, is he? Out. Oh, is he IR? I shouldn't have told you that before the picks, but uh, that changes nothing. <laughs> Come on, Sam. <laughs> yeah, literally nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll jump into kind of the, the college football playoff results. So we got LSU against Oklahoma, OSU at Clemson. You know, I I, I kind of was picturing like what we were going to say the committee got wrong, what the committee got right, and all that good stuff. But I don't really see a whole lot that they got wrong. It was so obvious. It, it was very obvious. You know, it, it feels like they got it right this year, you know, luckily, in a lot of ways. I mean, if Utah would have won or Bama wouldn't have lost to Auburn, I feel like we would have an absolute crapshoot going into this. 100%. Right now. Um, but, I mean, they got it right. I, I don't hate that they swapped LSU-OSU personally. Do you I, think, I, 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 I feel I, like they got that right. I think they got it right. Yes. But I also don't like how they swapped them over and over again, it felt like, when nobody lost. Well, I, in previous years, when someone started out number one and went undefeated, it never, ever changed. That's true. You couldn't <laughs> Did be it touched. Not. You couldn't be touched a lot of the time. Well, Correct? Well, no. Well, well, what do you mean no? Didn't Dabo say that? Dabo said that, but that's not exactly true. Oh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't tell lies. So oh, You call oh, Dabo Sweeney. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, let's just go to the facts. When, when someone starts out number one and goes undefeated, don't they always stay number one over the past four or five years? No, it was five years ago where it didn't happen. Yeah. It, I don't know. I feel like it's happened a lot more than people realize, but, but, but I, I don't want to... Look, we have three undefeated teams, three yes. teams that have been very, very impressive all year long, yeah. and I, I'm okay with L- LTU is a better resume. They just have a better yes, resume. It's more do. impressive, Cor- yes. and they deserve to be number one. If, if Ohio State had the better resume going into this, it's clear who has it now, so uh, they got it right. They and, have and a I'm better resume based on the SEC games. I feel like the SEC games are overrated personally. They have better top-of-the-line victories. Better top-of-the-line wins. I will give you that. They looked Amazing against Georgia, who is a top team. I think they're a little overrated at five. Doesn't matter. It's just yeah. I, I, I think they got it right, but yes. I don't like how they went back and forth for the last few weeks. I, I that bothers it, me. Too much toying just around. Keep it. Just keep it consistent. But yep. um, so I just want to jump into kind of like what we expect to happen. Um, you know, so so let's just start with, with the LSU Oklahoma. I think is. Maybe more of the the easier game to pick. I guess where are you guys going with that one? I I would say so. I mean, you know, for for a while I've been a Jalen Hurts fan since he left Alabama, yeah, and kudos to Hurts for making it four years in a row and uh, Alabama not. So, good point. I, <laughs> I just I, I I don't see the way that Oklahoma's playing right now to be able to compete straight up. Uh, mano y mano with LSU. I just don't see it happening. I, I think Joe Burrow is head and shoulders above Jalen Hurts right now, and I think he's going to win the Heisman. If he doesn't win the Heisman, it's robbery. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. It, it, I, I think it's just. I think it's obvious. Yeah, that I think LSU is going to win. I agree. I think LSU kind of rolls Oklahoma, but but Jalen Hurts is the Deshaun Watson kind of comparison that I have. Like he for steps sure. up for these big games, and we've seen it. He he's he's just a gamer, you know. Like when when they need him most, he comes. So I don't think it's going to be just a complete blowout. I think Oklahoma will put some points on the board, but LSU, I don't expect this to be that difficult of a game. They're, they're going to win. Well, 
Sorry, the only thing that makes me think it will be is that Jalen Hurts is a gamer. Mm-hmm. And that's the only part of me that's saying maybe they can make it a little bit interesting. It, it, it's, I think it's going to take a big effort from him to keep this interesting. I think LSU can overwhelm him, though. Yeah. I mean, in yeah, the, in I, the, in I don't the disagree. End. I, I also think Lincoln Riley is a better coach, personally. Sure. I'm not sold on the goober. What, what's that guy? Ed Ogeron. Ed Ogeron. Ed Ogeron. I'm yeah. not sold on him. I think <laughs> he he's is kind of like <laughs> falling into what he has. Like I know he's on a good job. I can't argue with it but at the same time it's like i think lincoln riley's been there he's, he's proven i i'm not remember i don't remember uh, if they've, they've made it to to the championship or not but they've been in these situations where ed oldron hasn't so is that a testament to how good baylor is then because it, it was a really kind of an ugly performance for oklahoma unless you consider baylor really damn good i, I don't i don't i think oklahoma's a fraud and I think Baylor's a fraud, personally. I, I like the strong I think allegations. You're very, the, very strong. Oklahoma lucked into this because I think mm. if right. Utah would have won, they would have been the odd man out. If mm. Alabama wouldn't have lost to Auburn, Oklahoma would have been out as well. You're right. You see I think they were kind of the they were the third choice until everybody else blew it. And that, yeah, in my yeah. opinion, yeah, yep. And I don't think they're that good. Their defense has improved. But it's not nearly well, to the to the quality that, that that can shut down an LSU. LSU I, will I, score at will on it'll this be team. And that's the difference that, in the game. That's what I guess I'm saying is I love Jalen Hurts. I think he's a very, very good athlete and a very good QB. I don't think him alone is going to be enough against LSU as a whole. That, that I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with but, you. But if we move on to the Ohio State-Clemson yeah, game. So, so let's this, go into that one. This is a good game, man. It, I think that is the national championship. I'm, I'm really thinking this is a fun I, game to I don't watch. Wanna, I don't want to like overstate like LSU, but I think this game is the national championship. Understate LSU because you yeah, just yeah, did. Yeah, sorry. But, but you know what I mean. Like you think that the winner of this game will will, will win the national championship. Will beat LSU. Yes, sure. I truly do. I, I think mm. it's they're both built well. Um, LSU, I don't want to get too far. Let's, let's, let's stay on the OSU-Clemson game. Sure. What do you guys see happening here? Because I don't know. In my head, it's like it, Ohio State's unbeatable. It, it is what I continue to tell myself as a Michigan fan. Like it makes me sleep yeah. at night. I, I um, almost don't have an answer <laughs> for you, only because Clemson hasn't played a whole lot of competition, and you do not know what's going to show up on the field weird. that game. It is very. Weird. I mean, Ryan Day could. I mean. Could get completely annihilated, or he could be the, one of the best coaches or, in the country, like correct. he's been so far. Correct. Yeah. And, yes, and that's it's just an unknown, and that's so the tendency is to go to the guy who's proven it over and, and over and over, Dabo, to be uh, the difference maker in this and, and out right. coach right yeah. day. Right. That's not necessarily going to happen, and that's what also is intriguing about the matchup. Yeah, and it's it's weird because Clemson's been underwhelming to say the least, mm-hmm. in a lot of their games. They haven't played a whole lot of people. They've been exposed, I want to say, one or two times that it's been at least close enough that it's, like, nerve-wracking. But who Look, hasn't at I, this point? I heard, I, That's heard, true. It, it, yeah. I heard the argument for Clemson being number two because their last eight games have been crazy. They've been blowing everybody out and hasn't been close. And in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, Ohio State has been doing that every, literally every single game all year except for the Wisconsin game. Yeah. And they still found a way to blow them out in the second half. And against good competition. Against, That's something that Clemson hasn't done. I, I don't know if they played a top 25 team yet. Right. But keep in mind, they are the defending 
national champions. Yeah. They know how to win. They know how to beat Bama at their best. Yeah. Watch out. And and this is going to be the first time that Ohio State is facing an opponent that basically has a whole bunch of NFL caliber players on the team. Correct. Mm-hmm. Offense Across and defensive board. line. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's a, that's a great point. I mean, it, I think that's the matchup that people are excited to see because I know I am. Yep. I'm excited to see that one. Yeah. Well, we'll see if I sit and watch it because I just hate watching playoffs when my team's not in it. But I do it anyways. We'll see. I mean, it, it, that game is circle it. Like, you have to be sitting down at least to see what, what happens. It should be a damn good game. You can see it going so many different ways. And you just got to be there to, to kind of see Absolutely. what it is. So, so let's yeah. go into, like, other bowl games. I, I You can bring up Michigan-Alabama. You can bring up other, other games. Is there, other than the playoffs... Or, or, or the state of Michigan, you can, again, bring up Michigan, Alabama if you want, but a bowl game that's just intriguing to you guys. Michael, we'll start with you here. Well, I don't want to steal your thunder. We You're were talking. Going to, anyways. Uh, <laughs> we were talking before we got on air here, but that, that Minnesota-Auburn game, it, it's very intriguing that's to see where uh, Auburn's kind of doing their, their Auburn thing where they every once in a while beat Alabama and – kind of make them look a little silly, you know, with coaching and whatnot. But then kind of where Minnesota actually stands with uh, an SEC powerhouse that's kind of in and out of greatness every couple of years, right? Yeah. And I, I think that's I think that's a good gauge for where P.J. Fleck and his team stand right now. With, yeah. with, with I would say, I wouldn't say NFL talent across the board for Auburn, but – yeah. Pretty pretty darn stout. I mean, oh, they're good. Yeah, they're they're yeah, a they're good, good yeah. team. A and lot it, of talent on that team. Yeah. This is going to be a it, really good matchup for PJ. It will, yeah. And and I expect Minnesota to get blown out in this, but I really hope that they show up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's where I'm at too. So, Kyle, is there a game that stands out to you that you're, I, you're most interested in? All right, I'm going to take the state of Michigan Homer yeah. route, and you may not expect it because of what everybody knows that I would normally go, but. Central Michigan? <laughs> Central Michigan. Go fire up chips. Chips. Uh, chips. I am really excited for this U of M uh, really? game. I just, it, it's intriguing. I think you have these two larger-than-life personalities as coaches. Yeah. Um, huge programs. And I think it's just like – and they already like – you know, in 2016 they were – was it 16 or whatever? I don't when know they were, what year it was. They're always chirping. But when right? they were chirping at each other and oh, – uh, yeah, Big brands. About the – yeah. The, the big, big brands. Satellite camps. Satellite camps. Yeah. And, um, and then the travel got thrown around a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think you have an, an upset Michigan team that mm-hmm. just got beat by Ohio State again. And you have an upset Alabama team that's not – Performed up to Nick Saban's schedule or you know expectations. Yeah, I see a good game there. Are you saying both teams want to prove something? Yes, I am. Like, <laughs> <It's, laughs> you know, it feels like one of those bowl games that people are going to show up for. It's going to be a lot. Like of anger. people That's... aren't people aren't going to be sitting out in this no. game because no, this is this means a lot. Even though about... it means absolutely nothing, it means a lot. I think right. I think uh, Alabama will have plenty of people sitting out. In this think one. So. I do. Well, I think they have there are too many pro prospects in the first, second, third rounds where they are guaranteed that they're yeah. not gonna risk it. Yeah. And well, and I think that plays into Michigan's favor and I hope it and I don't think it hurts them. If if Michigan were to win the game, 
I don't think it really hurts. It still tells a lot. It's still Alabama. It's still it, against Nick Saban. Like it still means everything but, that it would people mean. People remember the but, victory. Yes, they do. Yeah. Two, and, three years from now, it's Michigan beat Alabama. It would. Yes, Bowl. Exactly. It would not water it down. It really <laughs> no, would not water it, it down. Hold on. But with the talent factor, their next man up. I mean, really, hold the phone here. Have they not been the best recruiting class in the last? Half dozen well, years, and that's why I'm saying I don't think that, it would water down the victory at all because Alabama will forever just have the next person up with Nick Saban. Right? Well, yeah. Well, right. Yeah. But it, that would be a kudos still to this Michigan team that's got for sure maybe yeah. three quarters of the talent that Alabama has because yeah. hell, I mean they they've got a ton of NFL talent in their depth. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, Good we'll, game get to in, watch. we'll get into that yeah, game sure. a little more in depth, especially yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to hit no, the, no. It's fine. The that's the game. You're not a homer though, because you're a Spartan. That's right. So not, this is, yeah, yeah. I don't so really have it, a horse in there. Fit yeah, really yeah. well. I mean, Ryan, is there one that stands out to you that that's interesting? Yeah, I've got a couple, but I'm, I'll go with the Georgia Baylor game, and I I picked that one as we were talking earlier because you kind of said both of them are frauds, and I want to see which one is the bigger fraud in the end. I guess yeah. strong words from the CEO over here. Yeah. So fraud. I mean, Georgia Georgia cannot fraud. score. They Georgia, have a problem. Georgia has problems scoring with the big offenses in the SEC. And Baylor being the fraud or not being able to uh, uh, you know, beat Oklahoma in those games, we consider them a fraud too. So I, it, I think their strengths are completely opposite. Baylor can score. Georgia cannot. But Georgia has a, a good defense. Baylor does not have a good defense. So it'll just be interesting to watch. I thought Baylor's defense was a little underrated. Not against, the, not against top offenses it hasn't been. So I mean, it, it'll be. It's just intriguing to me. I think I kind of expect Georgia to win this, but I hope Baylor does. That's where I'm. It's kind of where yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm kind of you doing that. I'm rooting for the it. underdog. Yeah. 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 So so I do want to. So mine was Auburn Minnesota. So Sorry. I'm gonna touch on that. No, you're good. Sorry. Um, I, I think that would be just a massive win for the Big Ten and really Minnesota as a program. Like I feel like that's the missing piece is a massive statement win that would be awesome for them true. it's gonna be a fun matchup to see if minnesota's legit but another one that i think is interesting is wisconsin oregon mm-hmm. it's another one for the big 10 that's like hey show that you are better because look we've been left out i, I want to say is it two out of the last three playoffs until this year or something, something along those lines yeah. um this is an opportunity to r- throw that narrative out the window put that conference behind you completely. Like this is an opportunity for the big 10 to be like, Hey, no, we are right up there with the sec. Don't talk about us down. Talk about us up. We are closer to the sec than the other conferences below us, especially with a team like Minnesota facing an iconic team and program. That's true. I mean, Oregon, Nike, it's, it's all there. Like Minnesota go, go show, Go show out for the Big Ten. Yeah. Wisconsin, it'll, it'll, yeah. it'll be interesting to see who plays in this game. Will Jonathan Taylor play? Will Justin Herbert play? Like, the, is if they don't play, then I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah. Like, then there's no reason to watch. Like, I know. Come on. Like, why? Do, like, so, so that's a subject of its own. An, yeah. Another one that I did want to bring up, not a game that I want to watch, but like, Pinstripe. like Utah. I feel like Utah got absolutely screwed by playing against an unranked Texas team in a bowl game. I think Utah mm. should have been placed against one of these higher-ranked teams and show what they truly are. Because kind of everybody kind of goes into the season and looks at, U, like, looks at Utah as kind of like the Boise State. Like People think that they're in a low conference. They're not. They're in the same conference as Oregon. I do think but that. But it's like... You're actually right. But I, like, that, yeah. 
get write that narrative off and nah, show that Utah sure. is a legitimate program. I see it completely if, opposite. If they aren't, but it, I see it completely opposite because it's really it says more about Texas than it does about Utah. And it, and it's the same matchup with Michigan. How does Michigan play Alabama? Well, they're both ranked it's, in like the 12, I know, 15 I know, rank. but it's because of their Michigan. That's why. They, yes. They're the three-loss yes. team yeah. facing a two-loss team. They're, it's because they're Michigan. It's because Texas. It's because of the name. That's why uh, they're facing that, Utah. Yeah. For sure. No, that, that's fair. So so if you guys like what you're hearing, find us on, on your wherever you listen to podcasts, State of MI Sports. Um, also like our Facebook page, Instagram. Follow our Twitter. Not that we do a whole lot on that, but no. we're working on it. Instagram, Facebook, that's where we're at, State of MI Sports. We like to talk about the teams in the state of Michigan, but we're national as well. We, we like sports yeah. in general, so find us there. And if you guys listen on the podcast, don't forget that we are on YouTube as well. Please subscribe to that. You'll find fun segments. You'll get to see our faces. You'll learn what we do. Subscribe and then click the little bell, right? That you, you get notifications when uh, new videos come out. Yeah. If that's how you do it, that's how you do it. I think that was the bell right there that, that I just heard. right there. I just exactly piped that just in clicked for you guys. It, so that was uh, perfect. Thank you, Kyle. And if you write a comment, uh, Ryan will buy you a beer. <laughs> Is that how it works? Come find me. I will <laughs> personally buy you a beer. Good <laughs> stuff. So um, thank you guys for watching, and we will continue the podcast. And just keep going because we're going to talk some Michigan sports. So now that we are moving on a little bit, we got. I just want to touch on on, on the bowl games here uh, that the state of Michigan's in. We got Michigan, Bama, obviously that we talked about. Citrus Bowl, January first. MSU plays Wake Forest in the Pinstripe Bowl on December twenty seventh. Central Michigan plays San Diego State in the New Mexico Bowl on December twenty first. Eastern Michigan plays Pittsburgh in the Quick Lane Bowl on December twenty sixth, and Western Michigan plays Western Kentucky in the First Responders Bowl on December 30th. Five state of Michigan teams all going bowling. Yeah, buddy. Very Let's go, cool. Let's boys. I mean, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's it awesome. Really that is cool. Yep. So, I mean, not that I'm going to be too excited about many of these games. We're state of yeah. Michigan fans, right? Hold on. Isn't exactly. that Pinstripe Bowl yeah. at Yankee Stadium? Yes, it, it is. is. That's really cool, though. That, that is, is pretty cool. Yep. So, I'm kind of throwing you guys off here. I didn't tell you we were going to do this. No, you didn't. But let's jump back to... I think we did it here. Did we? Do, no, we didn't do it here. But it doesn't matter. I don't remember what episode it was, but we did a draft of four teams. We did like a snake oh, draft. No, we were at your, college football teams. We were at your house. Forget we were about at my house. Episode sixteen. Was it episode? No, I have no, no idea. Okay, so don't go back to episode sixteen. <laughs> he totally but, sold me on that. <laughs> so, so I had the results. Oh no! Because the 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 idea was is this before the, the bowl games doesn't the loser like run a 10k or something no or? we have a wheel of punishment is the oh, yes. oh okay, yeah. yeah we wanted the, the 10k loser. trav refused <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was you i don't probably two of you oh no i refused travels like it's no big deal it doesn't matter oh yeah what I do. he was going to run in 20 confident he's going in yeah. 20 minutes he's saying yeah. 15k yes. 20 minutes yeah. yeah we can do that all right so the results are in and the winner is, let's get a little drum roll or We something. know, don't we? Oh, it's we gotta got be. Kyle. It's gotta be. King wow. Kyle, are you oh, kidding me? King. He had Clemson, who finished at number three. LSU, who finished at number one. Wow. Florida, who finished at number nine. Come on. In Wisconsin, you finished at number 10. So, I so four, four teams in the top 10. In the top 10. Not yeah, fair. Buddy. You, wanted the, you wanted the most points, right? <laughs> the least points. This is oh. golf score. Golf score. So the... Once I don't again, think any guy. of us at all had anybody in the or like we all had somebody else in the top outside you, of the top twenty five. So what does that add to them? Did you add it up or 
I did, uh, with a total of 23 points. Is so anybody Ryan, else even in the 30s? <laughs> no. So Ryan yes, yes. Ryan took second with 51 <laughs> points. I killed it with 51, by the way. Sam took third with 61. Trav with 60 or oh. 86. And Micah took fifth with 94. Are you kidding me? I thought I wrote down everybody that we took, but I didn't. I, I, yeah, I know so, who I had. Um, <laughs> I think Ryan UCF hurt you. UCF really uh, hurt me. South Carolina hurt me. Uh, Mike, I think you had three teams out of the I top twenty-five. I know exactly 25. who hurt me, and I hate this team more than ever. I now. think you had MSU. Yep, and I hate them more now. <laughs> oh, but you, you had Texas as well, who's out of the Texas top twenty-five. Also. And you also had one other team in the top out of the top twenty-five, and then you had like the fourth-ranked team, I think. UCLA hurt Trav, right? I think that you had. The, it, that was the I took most hilarious. Oklahoma. I took Oklahoma. Yeah, so you had three teams out of the top oh, twenty-five. Washington. Washington. Gosh, yep, that was man. the other one. Um, so that's kind of where we ended up with that. So uh, Micah, we got oh, a wheel, wheel of punishment, punishment here coming up here soon. So oh, we're gonna. Man. If you guys have any great ideas for a wheel of punishment, I know we're stealing this from the Dan Patrick Show because well, actually, more impractical jokers. It. Yeah, impractical yeah. jokers started it. Dan Patrick stole it. They steal a lot from from impractical jokers. By the way, I've noticed. What do I get for winning? Uh, to spin the wheel. Oh, I yep. can just spin it for Micah. You yeah. get to become uh, so we're gonna a take for Micah. Mug club, mug club member. <laughs> mug club member. Yeah. The state of my Congratulations. Yes. We're going to chip in and we'll pay for your mug club member. Yes. I thought we were going to make it. him pay for it. I... <laughs> oh, it's like a hole in one. When you win, you pay for everybody. Yes, He'll there you go. It. He'll end up paying for it. <laughs> I'm still on board just for winning. So, so Kyle, you kicked our butts. Basically. I mean, you Congratulations. killed us. So... I, mean, I did. I, I had the luxury of picking first. You did. You so, did. But you did. You picked wisely. I mean, because you didn't take Alabama yep. first, which is absolutely killer. Yeah. For you, I mean that that yep. was really good. Um, but that that's where we ended up. It was fun, ish. If we it was fun for me for that. Kyle. I had a lot of fun. So I hope you guys. You had you had a good time. <laughs> so it is that time in our episode to Kyle. Can you strike up the music for me here? There it is. like it. But before we get into week 15 results of our hops picks of the week, I want to remind everyone to stop into the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe for your game day, your date nights, your business lunches, or just your night out with your friends. Your picks are not always right, but I promise you the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is always the right pick Mine for whatever you have going on. Mine are pretty close. You're, yeah, you, Kyle's picks are usually right. Um, so tonight we are at the Hops for Taco Tuesday, where you can get $2 beef, drunken chicken, chorizo, or poblano and potato tacos. All for $2. Amazing. Also, we're going to be here next week for Mug Club members. Hey, just... I, I read that completely wrong, but Mug Club members remember that Monday... It's like the is, renewal? It, so so they're, they're having a celebration here. So it's a $10 buffet. They have Mug Club renewal. Or you can just join. So if you're looking to join, you can, you can show up. If you're looking to renew, you show up. Or just come have a good time. They said that they might even have some nice little giveaways going on. Which Ooh, I assume is like shirts. Maybe some swag. Are we nice. going to be here? We're going to be here. We're going to record as well. So come over oh, here and right. just yeah, say yeah. hi to us. That, I mean, it, yeah, it should be a great time, right? It should be fun. We're going to have a good time. We're going to eat some eat some food. We're going to drink some beer. Just remember to renew. We are going to renew our 2020 membership. That's yeah. what we're going to do. You guys are paying for mine. Yeah. 
Yep, we are. We are in the year 2020. Sam keeps wow. shaking his head whenever he's saying So, you know, we're just going to celebrate a good 2019 and look it's forward to year. 2020. So we will talk about the awesome picks, the Hops Brewing Company and, Pat and Company and Cafe Picks of the Week. Week 15, Micah went 1-5, and five, Kyle... Three and three, Ryan two and four, and I went zero oh and six. Oh man! Oh my! I thought with a two and four, I was going to points total. I'm going to get in. Jarrett, who filled in for Kyle last week, he went three and three. So after week fifteen, Appreciate Ryan that, still Jared. has the lead at thirty nine points. Hey yo, Kyle, you jumped into second place. Yes, with thirty six points, I am at thirty four, and Micah is at thirty one. Let's go! Coming back, come on, baby. So let's get into this week's picks. Let's do it. So we are going to start on Thursday night, as we always do. We got the Jets at the Ravens. Ryan, you get to start us off here. We got Ravens minus a massive 15 points. Where are you going with this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Ravens on this one. They've been too good all year against the, the struggling Jets. Ravens. Kyle. Ravens. Big game. All right. So, I, you know, I, I look at the, the Jets' defense. They're playing pretty well. And, yeah, the two and guys. 15 the, points is an awful lot of points in the game of football. Yeah, and Lamar NFL. Jackson. It's tough for him, for Lamar Jackson to score 15 points. You're right. I like Jets, where you're going. The Jets can score 14. You got Sam Darnold. <laughs> I think 15 is too many. I'm taking the Jets, and I'm going to be. It has nothing to do with the fact that me and Ryan took. <laughs> I had it written down beforehand. I do have one that I'm going to switch depending on what you guys do, but that one was not one of them. So, Micah, where are you going with this one? I'm going to go with Lamar and the Ravens. I mean, he's he is special. He's continuing his Heisman dominance right now. Man, I love watching his highlights too. I'm going to be in last place by the end of the season. He's a lot of fun, and RG3 is playing with him too. (laughs) That's true. They're plugging him in everywhere. Sam's losing. All right, all right. So speaking of losing, uh, Bears at the Packers. Packers are minus four and a half. Ryan, where are you going with this one? This is actually harder for me than it probably should be because the Bears just keep proving me wrong. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Packers. This is what I expect. I expect them to actually take control of this game, but you know I don't know. Tough pick. Kyle, uh, Chicago's kind of up and down. I don't see enough there to let to change my mind that Green Bay is gonna win by more than four and a half. So you're taking the Packers? I want the Packers, sorry. Boom. This is two. I am going Chicago. I think it's a close game. Like, I, I don't like the way the Packers' offense has looked over the last couple of weeks. They haven't really shown a whole lot. It hasn't been pretty. They, they scored 20 points against Washington, so it's not like they're they're clicking on all cylinders. And I like the way the Bears have played lately. I, like, the, the Packers' defense scares me a little bit against the Bears' offense. But at the same time, like, like this screams 20 to 17 type of game. I'm going to take the Bears to cover the four and a half. Probably lose, but they're going to cover the two at four and a half. Mike, what about you? It is a tough pick. <laughs> the Bears are playing better as of the last two, three games. And, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers and the offense is struggling right now. I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to probably go with the Packers to cover. So, yep. Cool. So we will move down to Sunday Night Football. We got Bills at the Steelers. Ryan, tell everybody what to do with this one. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Bills on this one. Yeah, Steelers, you know, they've been playing really well. They're well coached. They play together as a team. I Part of me says the Bills are overrated, but at the same time, they just keep competing. Those guys, they, they, I don't know, nothing really phases them. I think they're, this is just going to be a really close game. I expect the Bills to win this game. Kyle. I, I agree. The Bills do. They seem to compete somehow, some way. Like it, it defies logic. But Steelers at home, two points. I want the Steelers. I'm on Ryan's bandwagon here. Um, I think the Bills are simply the better team. Um, and they'll find a way to win outright. You know, they still have hope in the division, believe it or not, with, with the way that the, the uh, Patriots have looked. It, it's still a possibility that they can find a way in. And, and the Steelers have struggled to score points against Cardinals, Browns, and Bengals. Bills win. I, I'm sorry what they do. Micah. I agree. One of those two teams competes. Competes to win. Which one is that? You got the Bills? Steelers. Oh, you got Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> Steelers because... The old switcheroo. They, well, <laughs> listen, listen I, I, I'm not saying the Bills are a bad team, but the Steelers have that that will-to-win attitude. They've got that grinded-out kind of blue-collar type mentality, and, and I think you know they're in the wild-card spot right now. And they've got a lot to prove, and I think they try and take care of the Bills, and I think they do that. I think that's true. Cool. So we're going to change it up. We don't have Michigan or Michigan State. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a quick little over-under for, for our uh, basketball team and, and hockey team here. So what we'll do is we'll start with the Pistons. They have three games from now until we record or finish basically recording episode 34. So so they play against Three games Dallas. They play against Dallas, Houston, Houston, and Washington. And Washington. So I'm going to set the overrunner at one and a half wins. Ryan, where, where are you going with this one? This is one of the easiest decisions I've ever made. This but is by far the easiest. I really didn't want to give a rationale to just tell you guys what I'm going to pick. But um, Pistons, Dallas is a really good team. Houston's a really good team. That's enough for me. I'm going to pick the under. Kyle, you're going uh, under as well? That's the under. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Ryan. This is the one that I decided that I was going to change on the fly. Ooh, going over, Based huh? on what you guys do. So I'm going to go it's over, but at the same time, I have legitimate reason. So they're going to lose to Dallas, no question. But they're going to beat Houston, who will be coming off a of back-to-back, and also it'll be the third game in four oh, days. You just say they're going to beat them. That's yeah, so Harden plays one and Westbrook plays the other? <laughs> they're both going to sit. His favorite legitimate reason <laughs> is they're going to sit? Load management right. is going to benefit the Pistons. And then they're going to beat Washington because Washington sucks. They Worse do suck. than the Pistons. Yeah. So I'm going to take the over. It's going to happen. His other Mo favorite. on there. His favorite this rationale is that the two guys beating him in this competition <laughs> went the other way. So, yeah. <laughs> I like but, my chances. But my back-to-back stat was pretty cool, right? That's they're coming decent, off the back-to-back. This is some decent research that you've done there. That's pretty good. And the third, third game in four and days. And basketball, so that's pretty good. I, I did some work on that one. Mike, yeah. where are you going with that one? I think I sold you on, on the over. Can see it in my ass, can't you? Yeah. Because I was gonna go under, and I'm like, uh, let's catch on. Let's get, let's close the gap. Let's do this together. What, you're just gonna. You're being my salesman. Okay. Yeah, Bought. Pitching. Sold. Game set over? match. I'm going over. Yes. Love. Let's I'm ner- a little nervous about my pick now. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite with me. You went over. I felt great. <laughs> 
I'm actually going to be much more invested in these next three pistons. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching them. Oh, yeah. I'm going to set my alerts on for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to be like, Drummond, get in foul trouble. Let's go. <laughs> All Come right, on, so we'll jump down to the Red Wings. So they're only going to have three games as well. So from now until the episode 34. So I'm going to set the over-under at two and a half points. So you get two points for winning, one point for overtime loss, zero points for just a regulation loss. So are we going over or under on two and a half points for the Red Wings in these next three games? And they've lost 11 straight, by the way. I want want Sam to pick first. (laughs) No, that's not the way it goes. He's leading. I'll go under. Yeah, you're right. Under. I don't have a rationale, just under. (laughs) The Red Wings, Uh, you said you were going to pay attention this year, but I get why you're not. Because I barely You know that I am some. I'll keep track of the stats, but I'm not going to watch the games. (laughs) No. Kyle. Three games, you said, right? Three games. Two and a half points. No, it's it's the under. Two and a half points, yeah. All right. I'm going over. (laughs) And that one was written in ink on the printer. (laughs) Idiot. It was written on ink in the printer. Look, the Wings, they've lost 11 in a row. I think they'll find a way to get a point out of Winnipeg or Montreal. And they're going to beat the Kings because the Kings are absolutely awful. So were the Red Wings. Yep, but the Kings are just as bad. How many points do you get for getting the first overall pick? Well, they have a lottery system. Oh, like that's it's bull crap. So I'm gonna take the over. They're gonna find a way. Eleven straight. It's gonna be twelve straight after tonight because they're down what, like nineteen to one or oh, something. Oh, it's like already that? over. It's already 19 over. Nineteen to one. <laughs> Fat lady has song. <laughs> they lost five to one. They lost five to one. They're Ugh. gonna find a way to win the next game and look out, boys. They're gonna they're gonna cover the over. So Micah, did I saw you on that one too? <laughs> no. Oh, I, all right, all right. I felt like this was the easiest she pick. Was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, at some point, the Wings are going to win a game or two. I, they're historically awful. Oh, they're so I, bad. I, I'm, I'm going under, and that's that's an easy sell for myself. All right, so now we're going to move on to the NFL game, Buccaneers at Lions. Lions are a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Ryan, I shared with you earlier that Mike Evans is out. Yeah. I think Micah brought up, I don't remember if we were recording at the time, but um, Marvin Jones is out for the Lions. Where yep. are you going with this one? Three uh, and a half points. Yep. Still an easy choice. I'm going to pick the Lions to lose and to not cover. Against the Bucks? Against the Bucks. I'm going to pick the Bucks. I think Jameis Winston will throw all over him. I really do. I but he's only got like. Earlier. Nope. He's only got like seven interceptions. <laughs> I don't care. I'm thinking three or four touchdown passes, maybe a, a pick, but the, the Lions don't pick. Don't intercept passes. I think they so. only have five total this year. You yeah. guys, he's got you, 23 interceptions. Doesn't matter. So he, so he throws one against the Lions. That's what I'm expecting. Okay. I expect okay. the, the Buccaneers to That's blow him out. missing piece. But. Ryan right. is 100% correct. This is a historically bad Lions team. Nobody wants to admit it yet, and at the end of the year, it'll be proven. This team is terrible. Don't listen to him, Sam. It's... <laughs> I will take snacks. 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 (laughs) I think we've gone opposite on all five picks. Me and and Ryan keep agreeing, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, so you guys had one opposite. I'm going to be in first place by the end of this because I'm going to go five and six and oh. How'd that go last week? I believe you. You're going to go six and oh. I'm going to go six and oh. Track record is pretty good. You're going to go one and five. You're going to go oh and six. This is the way it's going to go. I'm going to be in first place by the end of it. I'm taking the Lions. They're going to cover the three and a half. They're probably going to win. I'm not going to be happy about it. Care to make that interesting? <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> you're 0-6? Are you 6-0? <laughs> <laughs> I 
that you go six and zero? No, I think he's I'm just going selling out. This is his week to tr- really either make up ground or I'm be going done. for it. Like I'm all in at this point. Michael, where are you going with this one? This is hard. This is really hard. They're they're both <laughs> six to midnight because <laughs> they're both in really strange fonts. I I gotta go with the box. I I just do. I I. I, I, like, I, I'm, I want I'm fist bumping like I want him to be me. Yes. Because you want me to be in last place. You want Micah to jump me. I, I want to say David Blau has a has a decent game in that the, the Lions defense continues to improve in that secondary. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they pick off once Jameis Winston and they, and they take it down for seven points. What they've yeah. been trying to do all year. Doesn't doesn't it look like David Blau when he throws? Doesn't it look like he's trying as hard as he can every time <laughs> he throws? Like I feel like that's what I would look like if I'm throwing a football. <laughs> the man's passionate in the NFL. Right. Leave him alone. Okay, he's passionate. Ryan. So just, Kyle, just all right. So before I we get too crazy going on here, I think we're we're pretty opposite. Can you just cut the music for us? Yeah, I can do that and all we'll day long. Just move on. Just cut it. Yeah, we're gonna cut it to our you know our. our Beer grades for the night. Well, seltzer. Our seltzer grades. Yeah. So this this is the black talon hard seltzer of talon. Got Maybe it. Correct. Yep. You got uh, twice. It, now. it is five point one percent alcohol, one hundred and forty, one hundred and four calories, zero carbs. Rob, I know you're listening. Zero carbs. I know you love that. It's love gluten Rob? free, which is excellent as well. That is good. There you go. That's a I mean, positive. People love that stuff. It's good for the tummy. Well, they put gluten into. Dumb things. It's brewed it. with <laughs> detros in distiller's yeast. Whatever that means. Eric, thank you for that. I mean distiller's yeast? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds great, right? Yeah. I mean refreshing. Sounds healthy. Look, th- these are hey, these are excellent. I, I what I love is they have the seltzer and they add the flavor to it, which is just money. So Mike or Ryan, will you start us off by telling us what you were drinking and give it a quick little grade for us? Yeah, um, I, I was drinking the Pog, right? The the yes. passion fruit, yeah. passion orange fruit. guava. guava. Yep. Yeah, this this was excellent. I a big fan of this. Um, it was sweet enough to have the flavor, but I, we all talked about it, and I think we all kind of agreed it, it wasn't like a sugary sweet. So it wasn't overly sweet. It didn't have that extra flavor that didn't need to be there. Um, good flavor. I don't know how to grade. Am I grading this as grade it as, as how a your seltzer? taste buds told you to grade it? Mm, Ooh, eight two. I like that. It was re- really good. I like that. Enjoyed it. It's good. Yeah. Like a. I have the key lime tonight. You're a big key lime. I am like a soccer for key so, lime, so man. So Micah, or sorry, Kyle. I pointed at at. Kyle and said Micah. But Kyle, you did a key lime beer, right? Micah did it too, didn't he? I did. No. Blurred limes? You were supposed to share it with me. Blurred limes. Blurred limes. Oh, okay. I still got to get one. So so you guys both are big key lime guys. I just remember when you were were drinking the beer, Micah was like, I want to try that. And then as soon as as Ashley (laughs) told us that they have a key lime, Micah's just like, I saw him just, he just hopped up and I've never seen him just so excited. He hopped right up for it. It was like Christmas. Oh my. He de-hopped right up. What? He de-hopped. He de-hopped right up. How do we... That that is amazing. He killed it. Do you have like a verbal <laughs> trademark? <laughs> you blew that one. Okay, you went too far. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it until. You so, can't just keep adding to, to everything, Ryan. Okay. 
I think it just got lucky the first time. Yeah, the first time. <laughs> Ryan really screwed that one up. <laughs> okay, we're done here. Okay, well. all right. Mike, we should we're really get out of here. Micah, can you give us a quick little grade for yeah. your key lime yeah. there, Seltzer? I I love this, and I want a second Ryan on just the the non sugary taste. I mean. The, the stuff you can get from the White Claws is really too sugary, almost too heavy, because you can be and then done the with those. these are not flavorful enough, right? No, and so they're, I feel like they're you bland. Two, you got two little there. I've, uh, I've had the Perrin one, and I don't want to hate on Perrin, but I'm, I'm not a huge fan of their, their West Coast or whatever they call it, personally. I, whatever the Hops has got going on, honestly, you guys, this is their best – not their. This is the best seltzer I've had. It is fantastic. I, I completely agree. I, I, I mean, imagining this on a hot summer day, absolutely perfect. I'm going to go with an 8.5. Did you just – I just thought about a hot summer day and then looked out the window and it's realized it's snowing. Yeah. But you know what? It, it works It works in a December day too, right? Yeah. It does, but it's – now I'm thinking about a hot summer day. <laughs> it's tough. Sorry, buddy. It's tough. <laughs> and actually, if you're going to go to me next, because my, my thing was agreeing with Micah, like this in the summer would be so good. Yeah. So I don't know. I had the grapefruit. Um, I can't put it on a beer scale. I don't it's know how to different. put it right, like Just Ryan a taste was saying. Bud scale. Um, but it is very good, very refreshing, not too sweet. Um, it's not going to give you gut rot or something like that. I feel you know the same I mean? way. Um, I'm going to go eight point six. I like that. That's a, that's a really good score. I think so this I, is a really good. Yeah. I I am drinking the wild berry. Can can somebody pull up what flavors are in the wild berry as as I go? I've well, it's berries. A huge um, fan of this seltzer. I really am. I think all of them are great. We've tried them all. Um, we'll get into the last the southern the southern charm as well. But the wild berry it has some so black strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, or rasp. It's it, it's wild, and there's berries it's in it, wild. and it has very good flavor, very good color. I I'm a big fan of these guys. It's and it's gonna good. hurt me. It, Listen, the, oh my! The puns are rolling. I love this is it. getting out of hand. <laughs> it's getting out of hand. But I'm gonna let me taste it real quick. It's still good. It's still good. It's just it's just like juice. It's juice that gets you there. I'm a big fan of it. I'm gonna go with a nice little eight point four. Oh, because it's good. What did I say? Eight six? I don't know. I wasn't listening. Yeah, I think I gave an eight two, and I re- regretting it. I wish it was a little higher. <laughs> I don't remember any. My eight six. That's it. I just had another sip. I'll Maybe see you on the Instagram later. Yeah. So if you're ever curious about our scores, they are on our Instagram. They're on our Facebook stories. They're always recorded. Always there. Just yep. look for them and and send us your grades once you try them. Uh, before we sign off, we are all going to do a quick little grade of the Southern Charm. So I'll start since I ended it here. Oh, we'll go the opposite like direction. Which. Was well, well, because they had five seltzers and there were four of us, right? You guys aren't sick, right? right? No, but what's so the in Southern, that Southern Charm? Charm. Yeah, someone pull up what's in the Southern Charm. I, I think that one—that's the one I didn't good. know. Um, um, it's it's more citrusy, so it kind of reminds me of the Citrus Bowl when Michigan's going to be Alabama. Kind of southerny. Oh, nice. Little, See what I did there? Little, yeah, little I did. A little uh, side so of charm. It says, so what's in the Southern Not sugar charm? bowl, more like citrus it bowl. It doesn't say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it doesn't say on the label, but it shows. Watermelon, cantaloupe, strawberry, and a fruit that I cannot identify. Pomegranate. That looks like pomegranate. Yes. Okay. What is very good. Very good. Let me see that. I don't know where the citrus really comes in. Sam knows his fruits. He's fruit. Yeah, he does. It's not a pomegranate. Well, yeah, there's a strawberry on there and a... 
I don't know. <laughs> We're going to figure this out. I don't know. My wife would be ashamed. We have so many crazy fruits in our house all the time. And Text I don't that know to that. Jill. Is that a dragon you? fruit? It might be dragon oh, fruit. Oh, dragon fruit. I think it is. Let's just call it a dragon fruit. I'm getting, It's totally a dragon I'm going to give that one. I like, I like the citrusy flavor of the seltzer. So I'm going to go with like a... 8.4. <laughs> That's what I went with the other one. You? These are just really solid. I, I'm a big fan of these. I could drink them all day, every yeah. day, honestly. I cannot wait to just open the pool and get this thing spawned. Oh, the... Yes. Kyle, give us a quick little grade of your, the Pomegranate. Southern Charm. I don't like it as much as the grapefruit. No? It's okay. still very refreshing, very good. 8.6. I'm going to go 7.9 on that one. Micah. I'm going to echo... Uh, Kyle, seven nine. Yep, seven nine yep. here too. Oh gosh! Yeah. Wow! I went. What, what did I go? I'm gonna. I'm right. gonna bring mine down to like. Eight you two. you can't change. <laughs> it's the first number. Nope. No matter. I'm what, really uncomfortable being so high compared to you guys. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to change your pick, huh? All squirrely in this <laughs> Once chair. again, you put yourself on that pedestal all the time. So, <laughs> so before we sign off, I want to remind all the Mug Club members at the Hobbs Brewing Company and Cafe. Mug Club 2020, it, it, you know, we have a renewal party at the Hops on Monday. We will be here recording, so please come out and join us. We're going to be renewing. We're going to be recording. We're going to be drinking. Celebrating. We're going to be eating. We're going to be having a freaking great old time, and we hope you guys come too. If you're not a Mug Club member, please come and, and be a part of this because being a part of a Mug Club is, is awesome. And if you're not a part of a Mug Club... Well, you, you frankly should be. Time to start. What, what number are you, start. Sam? I am number 98, but I am changing that this year. Yeah, I'm number 120, and I might keep it the same. I'm not. I, I have yet to join. Kyle's going to join. What? We are going to buy that for him. Well, yeah, you guys are buying. Why do you keep shaking <laughs> your head every time he keeps promising? No, we will. No, I, I promise. Saying, yeah, 100%. You realize we're on, the, we're no, on YouTube now. No, it's not recording. The no, YouTube. We're not recording YouTube. the YouTube. <laughs> uh, he's in my head. This isn't a YouTube segment. Now he's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna re- we're going to you know pay for your your mug club. We're gonna I, pay for everybody your beer. is shaking their heads. We're I gonna pay I, for I, everything that Kyle needs to be because he won our picks. Right? Uh, well, I right, did guys? do that. Uh, now oh, we're now guys? we're shaking our head nah. that I didn't. <laughs> Time out. Now we're shaking our head that I didn't win them, which I did. Well, you did win the picks. Okay. All right. I'll take the, that. <laughs> Ryan's still shaking his head. No. Um, I feel like we were going round table. Was I supposed to turn it to somebody else? Or we... No, I think we can phase out here. Yeah. yeah. We, all scored. we all did it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks for so, listening, guys. Yeah. I, oh, I you're doing this. Thank, not me. Yeah. So just come <laughs> Take in. Take it away, Ryan. <laughs> Renew, so the, the, you can also personalize your mug. They have a $10 buffet. Tickets available for purchase at the bar. I don't know what the tickets are for, but that's what they're Sorry, there you for. can personalize it. What do you mean? Like write something on it? Be careful, buddy. Like, I, just, I, think, <laughs> I think the tickets are probably for the buffet. Oh, yeah, that's maybe what I'm that's no, but can you personalize the mug? Or maybe yes, the giveaway. Yes, you can. Ashley yeah, you said can pers- you, you, can she said you can personalize, personalize the mug. mug. Like I my- still have a great idea for mug club members, but they have told me no. It, but we're going to find a way to make it happen. But mine could say, like, suck it, Sam, Ryan, and Micah. You could say King Kyle on there. King Kyle! <laughs> King oh! Kyle. King Kyle with a 99. I would go number 99 if I were you. No, what was my score? I'll put my score on there. With a LeBron face yeah. on it, and then we can all laugh at you. 23, 24? 23 or 24. I'm a Nobody's LeBron ever going to beat that. That's so low. Oh, it, yeah. It's never going to be touched. So, <laughs> no. What I like right now is we're sitting so low. 
like we're only at an hour and fifteen. Or we don't need to make this an hour and fifteen. So we got another fifteen minutes just to be yeah. So what do you guys want to talk about for forty five minutes? What do you guys want to talk about? I'm game for tacos. More tacos? Yeah, let's let's get more tacos going. I'm gonna alcohol. I'm gonna cue the music myself. No, Kyle, don't do it. I just want to keep it going. No. Those fish tacos, though, right? Oh, the tacos are unbelievable. So, so also, were. don't forget to come out tomorrow or as you're listening today. The seltzers come out. Come. Let's just say Wednesday, try. right? Wednesday. Wednesday, December 11th. Exactly. So, thank you guys for recording. Thank you guys. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to the Hops for hosting and having us. Talk to you next week, if not sooner. Peace. Peace. We can see where things go naturally